Few things are harder than the mission of raising your kids. At The Dad Project, we get experienced dads to reveal what's worked for them, offering practical, time-tested advice. Being a successful dad is tough, and we're here to help you get it done. Welcome to The Dad Project. In this episode of The Dad Project, Jim Tierney discusses detachment in the context of the COVID-19 situation. He shares thoughts on how we dads can better live this critically important virtue so that we set a good example for our families. Jim is co-founder of The Dad Project. He and his wife have 10 children. Many cautionary tales in literature and film give us the view of a character's agonizing downfall because he has created an idol of pleasure or wealth, social status, power, influence, or something which is a legitimate good, but just doesn't last. Detachment is a virtue which I think is largely forgotten, but I think is absolutely required for being a heroic dad. When we are detached, we are free from being controlled by vices and even from the good things in life which are fleeting. In the eyes of our kids, we want to be men who are just not ruled by anything on this earth. Let me suggest that each of us spend some time thinking about what has a hold on our heart. In other words, what do we love? We can love a person, but we really shouldn't love a thing. Here's a quick illustration of how things can, so to speak, sink their claws into us and negatively impact family life. Take the example of hobbies. Many guys treat hobbies as a retreat, a sanctuary, a way to clear one's mind from the pressures of work, etc. That's all well and good so far as it goes, but golf, call of duty, a weekly poker night, or fantasy football shouldn't cross the line into being an escape from family. Put another way, if we're going to have hobbies, they should unite our families around a shared, enjoyable leisure activity that helps us to become better husbands and dads and helps us build stronger bonds within our family culture. Now I want to move on to covering three particular attachments which jump out to me as being particularly laid bare as I record this in September 2020 in the midst of the current COVID-19 situation. I think these are timeless watchouts but I see them coming up for myself, and I've had numerous conversations with other dads recently, which make it clear to me that these are very real for people right now. The first and most obvious attachment that we see all around us right now is that of health. Now, please understand me. I don't want to trivialize the real suffering and the death that a COVID-19 infection can create. I have fought cancer for 13 years. I've had a child hospitalized for six weeks. And like everyone, I've lost loved ones to painful illnesses. And at the same time, I think it's a true statement that health is an idol we worship broadly as a society and have for decades. We think that if we can only stay in good health, we will be truly happy. Maybe you have had colleagues, relatives, or friends who say it's all about staying healthy, or your health is the most important thing. Perhaps we ourselves in congratulating friends on the arrival of a new baby, ask, are mom and the baby healthy? And then when we get an affirmative response, we add the easy, 
the socially expected and the euphemistic closure, well, good, that's all that matters. When we really think about it, maybe we realize that we've made a bit of an overstatement there. But if we say it often enough, do we start to forget that what really matters is not that the baby is healthy, but that the baby is loved, no matter what the health or developmental issues that child might suffer from. What we should really hope for any child is that he or she would come to know true and transcendent love. For ourselves, do we start to become attached to some arbitrary number of years of life, a life free of pain or discomfort or even just inconvenience? Maybe it's even an undue annoyance over the fact that COVID-19 is encroaching on my workout schedule at the gym. Dads, let's reflect on the question of whether we are attached to health to an undue degree. Health can be fleeting, and we can't let a fixation on it distract us from loving our wives and children better, which will make us and them truly happy. Sure, let's keep our families healthy, but let's focus even more on making sure our wives and children know that we love them. The next attachment I see right now is the attachment to jobs and wealth. Again, I know this is an area of real and legitimate suffering for people, and I want to be careful not to trivialize what people have suffered. But as much as we might try to convince ourselves of our own contributions to an employer, we were never really in control, and our gifts are all on loan. There's an optimistic and homey adage that I'm told traces back centuries to the poor peasant farming culture of the Catalonian and Basque regions of Spain. And it goes like this. Every baby is born with a loaf of bread under his arm. Now, I know that this isn't a cure for the misery of unemployment or the real wretched poverty and even starvation that are realities for millions in this world. But I also know that Mother Teresa worked among the poorest of the poor, and she always said she found the happiest people among the world's poorest and the most miserable people among the world's wealthy. The point I'm driving at is that there's much more to happiness than material wealth. And so for those of us who have lost jobs during the COVID-19 lockdown, and for those of us who care about them, maybe we should all ask how this period of suffering can draw us closer together to deepen our gratitude for the things we do have, to focus on the great blessings of family, and to give children an example of how a strong dad does not despair in the face of great adversity. Maybe what is required to see the next opportunity is letting go, a detachment from that prior job that is now lost. On the flip side, let's talk about attachment to wealth when we are in a place of relative comfort compared with others. For those of us who have jobs, I think we need to face down the question of whether we are being miserly with our own money, saving it to ride out the storm, but not thinking about neighbors and friends whom we might employ in various ways that might support them. A great number of virtuous people of means helped to sustain artisans and tradesmen during the Great Depression of the 20th century in America and other economic crises by putting them to work. If we have a job and we have a gardener or someone who helps with the laundry or childcare, it's probably time to give till it hurts and give that person a raise. If there's a local restaurant that's struggling, maybe we need to patronize it more or give a bigger tip to a taxi or Uber driver. Chances are, if we still have a job, it's not because we made a brilliant prediction 
of the industries that could ride out a global pandemic. It's more likely that we just got lucky. And it's good for the lucky to be generous and less detached to the money that just landed in our laps. One last attachment we dads who are out of work or working from home really need to do battle against. Attachment to the way we like things. In these days when kids might be attending school from home, when we are in more frequent contact with our wives, are we turning ourselves into unbearable burdens to our families by wanting everything just so? Am I too easily frustrated by my kids who are cooped up and lacking contact with friends? Am I irritated by my wife for having the personality that she was born with? Am I attached to the way things were before without the adversity, but also without the beauty and opportunity of the current time? In other words, Am I pointlessly asking for a different cross to bear than the one I've been given? Am I wishing that the challenges of life be more to my liking, rather than embracing these challenges and driving ahead with my best effort to overcome them? You can probably think of other attachments that are obvious to you, but I'll turn now to what we can do about them. The most tried and true remedy that I've found for attachment is building a habit of intentionally making little sacrifices. You know, for better or for worse, most of the religions of history have had some element of sacrifice incorporated into them. And while some are barbaric sacrificial practices of millennia gone by, I believe it's telling that so many human societies have found the need to make sacrifices with regard to that which is precious to them. Here's the good news. I believe we can get most of the virtue we need out of little sacrifices that no one even notices. First, let's start with the practice I've mentioned in other talks of checking in at the end of each day and asking ourselves what we've done well, what we've done poorly, and then making specific resolutions about actions we'll take each day to grow in virtue, in this case, detachment. Next, let me suggest some possible sacrifices that might not be on your radar. Making a sacrifice doesn't have to be something physical or a giving up of something. We can give up being sullen or assuming the worst of our wife's intentions or being picky about chores or having a sour resting face. Put in more positive terms, it can be a proactive effort to be more cheerful, a willingness to change more diapers or pick up around the house, or a resolution to smile more. Next, I think it's a good practice to avoid making our sacrifices felt or even noticed by others. This isn't about gaining recognition and we can't let sacrifice make us more grumpy and harsh. Let's not be prideful about our sacrifices and secretly decide for our wives what they should be less attached to and sanctimoniously hint at how they should be more generally detached like we are after listening to one podcast episode. Here's another thing. I think it's good to change sacrifices frequently enough that we don't become too used to them and that they stop being effective. Lastly, I'll encourage that we can get much more out of our sacrifices by uniting them to the image of some heroic person we admire. War heroes, great leaders, admired uncles, holy men and women who have gone before us. They can all be sources of inspiration when we just don't feel like doing it. Because chances are, the hardships they endured are much greater than ours. Why undergo the effort to do these things? Well, if you agree that it's better not to be overly attached to money, to health, to having things strictly my way, 
then we need to cultivate the virtue of detachment. Detachment involves sacrifice, and there's no better training for the big game, for the important and meaningful challenges in life, than to practice repetitively those skills we'll need when life really asks a lot of us. So why do I want to be detached? When I'm gone from this earth, I want my kids to think of their dad as a guy who is tough as steel, but with a great big heart. I want them to be able to say, I remember that my dad wasn't ruled by anything on this earth and that he had his priorities straight. Fellow dads, I'm not there yet, but I'm willing to practice. And I know being more detached will help me get there. Good luck. Hey, thanks for listening to The Dad Project. If this talk was valuable to you, please go to our website at dadproject.net and make a voluntary one-time or recurring donation to help support our operations. Any amount helps. Catch you next time at The Dad Project.